0: We get to announce what we're doing next after this episode. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, the thing we knew since the middle of this year.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's so weird that we have so much content pre-planned.
0: closest Christmas recording we've had this year. (laughs) Which I guess makes sense because we're doing these in order. (laughs) Um, We've got astronauts broadcast jingle bells from space. Many of us have done a prank. Wait. Many of us have done that prank that went too far. I... Don't understand what that first sentence means. Uh, nine days before Christmas, oh, I guess if I read the rest of the paragraph, it would, it totally.
1: would make sense. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, nine days before Christmas in 1965, two astronauts aboard Gemini Six told Mission Control they saw an unidentified flying object about to enter Earth's atmosphere. travel I heard about this story traveling from uh, traveling in from the polar orbit from the north to the south. Just as things got tense, they were interrupted the broadcast with "Jingle Bells" as Wally Wally Shiara played a small harmonica accompanied by tom uh, stafford uh shaking a handful of small sleigh bells i i rem- i've heard this story okay before. i feel like yeah. you might
1: have said this fact already but uh, hey, i'll leave it up to the listeners if we already said that fact we haven't recorded in like a week and a half because uh weekends were busy and i was sick uh, i'm sure you can still hear it in my voice so uh yell at us in any way you can reach out to us
0: here just in case um I have the 15th one, and then I'll scroll down because there's more than 20 facts on here, Mm -hmm. which I would never be able to roll. So, Silent Night is the most recorded song. We all know that the same handful of Christmas songs play at stores on the radio and loop all season long, but one of them has been adapted more than the others. Silent Night earns the title as the most recorded Christmas song in history. It has more than 733 different versions copyrighted since 1978
1: i really don't like silent night as a christmas song though personally
0: Eh. there's there's it's not i don't know i heard him like too many times here we go okay i'm not reading that one why is there so many mistletoe ones about people being horny (laughs) anyway (laughs) i'm gonna read this one because this fits into everything Americans spend nearly $1,000 on gifts. According to the National Retail Federation, the most recent data, consumers spend an average of $967.13 on the holidays. Although individual spending can range widely, many shoppers will really go all out. But just as many cherish homemade uh, thrifted homemade, thrifted, or gifts that are generally more meaningful than flashy. Oh, okay. Okay. I- speaking of
1: which if you see any weird arm movements for me i'm in the process of crocheting stuff for a christmas blanket (laughs) but i need um i did not calculate this before i started doing this i think at minimum for a decent lap blanket i'll need 289 and i think i have 180 and (laughs) christmas is not that far away
0: (laughs) there's still time Yeah, it's well, i i really if oh, you're listening
1: to this Christmas already happened, but
0: it's the day after Christmas, yes, so it's a little post Christmas gift from us to you nerds <laughs> but uh yeah it's it's one of those like that that last one like hits home because I'm like uh my my brother who's in the military because i'm trying to find out what he wants for christmas and i i asked him like hey what restaurants are, are near your your base so that way i can get you a gift card and maybe you can take your friends out one of these days and like well that would be nice but the awkward thing is uh after christmas i'm getting shipped to a different base and i'm like oh oh
1: well
0: there goes that idea and so i think i'm just gonna just look up restaurants in that area and just be like your gift card have fun <laughs> or you could, but, uh,
1: could try and find something a little bit more of like a chain type thing so even if he's at a different base maybe yeah. he'll have something in proximity that's still
0: Yeah. Uh the thing is I don't know which base he's going to. So maybe I'll just have to text him and be like, "Hey, what base?" and then
1: Yeah. Or that. you could unfortunately the the more boring thing is just send a little bit of cash.
0: Yeah. But he was like, "Don't give me a gift cuz I don't have a lot of money and I I can't get you guys is like he said this last year, and he was like, I don't want to get you guys anything, because I don't have a lot of money, and so, like, I don't want to receive something when I can't give something back. And I'm like, and my head, is like, no, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> like, I I like getting gifts for, for you, because you're my brothers. And really, I don't know, could, it doesn't really have to be family. <laughs> it's just been, like, as I, as I spent uh, $150. Dice it, yeah. <laughs> so i yeah and then i i don't know i don't know if i bought part of hop's gift last weekend or if this was something he asked for
1: oh he asked for it specifically
0: okay yeah it's like that's what i figured but i wasn't sure it was just like she's like if you were gonna be like yep here's part of your gift don't ask me (laughs) how i did it boy no because i
1: said that he my brother was like are you going i was like i'm not but i have a friend that's going he's like can you ask your friend to uh because I did look it up online, and the price that you paid for what you got from Unplugged is mm-hmm. the same price I saw online, but online it said it was sold out.
0: Uh, yeah, no, there was like, oh, well, it was also the first day. Mm-hmm. So, like, well as were packed. Um, yeah. No, I have a collection of stuff down there. My favorite thing, okay, quick favorite thing about Pax Unplugged, which now is almost a month later after this episode. Um, it's uh, I I picked up this game, this indie game. I I told you about it in in Discord. Mm-hmm. A town called Malice, and uh, it seems pretty. F- it looks pretty fun. But then I realized, like, as they were like, yeah, it's uh based off of Nordic horror, and I'm like, what the heck is Nordic horror? So I was reading it on the way home, uh, because my phone was acting up, and then I was sat there and I'm like, oh my goodness, I, that's how I inadvertently do all my stories (laughs) where like there's just a a general setting of dread with well the thing that isn't mixed in is a little bit of comedy but it's just like no one's safe everything can die everything is terrible (laughs) so yeah but it is what it is and uh we also i'm the one bringing the time crunch a change of pace yeah
1: so so then i guess uh with our little intros out of the way then are you ready to roll some dice to see which one of us gets to describe die hard and
0: yeah after we i ca- had a third die what do you <laughs> there it is.
1: and then after we chat about it then we'll do our um rank it up against our and, christmas oh,
0: here's the o- one of the other things i bought this is from the game i kick-started And it just cracks me up. I'm not, I don't like pins. Well, I don't collect pins, but I saw this and I was like, yeah, this is fun. (laughs) That's cute. So, all right. So, I rolled my die. Of course, a middling roll.
1: Mine is also pretty middling. So, we could, we can see who's the, the least middling. I got a 13.
0: You won by one. I rolled a 12.
1: Oh, look at that. That was a close one this week.
0: Look, all you needed to do was just get sick and then the dice were like hop you can share you can
1: use up whatever remnants of a voice you have (laughs) in this okay
0: (gasps) we get to announce what we're doing next after this episode Mm -hmm. oh yeah the thing we knew since the middle of this year
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's so weird that we have so much content pre-planned
0: why is this the only the most well-planned thing out of everything i do (laughs) and it's like it doesn't like, like well that's not too bad it's like no i run three D games
1: mm-hmm.
0: all of them homebrewed, <laughs> and then i'm planning multiple other things it it sounds a lot worse when you look at it the context of everything else i'm working
1: on <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes so let me know when you start the half hour timer uh usual spoiler warnings for anyone that hasn't seen die hard and i know that might sound like a joke but the first time i've seen Dow hired was a year ago and this was your first watch too yep. right this
0: is my first watch i i did see a lot of stuff um
1: a lot of memes
0: yeah well i think i this is the first time i watched it in totality i think i watched bits and pieces of it before okay um but yeah i might My. my <laughs> ooh. i just realized let's uh mute my phone because <laughs> uh well the fun thing is in about 30 minutes my laundry will be done
1: <laughs> Exciting. So You'll be the guy whose stuff is still in the washer.
0: Yeah, I'm wondering if I want to just, after, like, that goes off, to run down and just see if I need to turn it on for, like, another 10 minutes. Because there wasn't a lot of wa- watches uh, washer's open. But we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Okay. So I am starting the timer now.
1: Okay. So... Uh... Please forgive me if I m- miss anything. Feel free to fill in D pain because, like I said, I had mm-hmm. watched this. I think two well, weeks ago. <laughs> I rewatched it two weeks ago. I did watch it last mm-hmm. year, but I rewatched it two weeks ago. So essentially, we have the whole opening where you are introduced to John McClane on an airplane. I, I didn't intend to rhyme, but here we are.
0: McClane <laughs> on a plane.
1: It feels like this intro bit is just an excuse to have him run around barefoot because <laughs> he's um yeah. he's acting nervous on the flight and the guy next to him is like you know what makes me feel better wherever you land take off your shoes and like really scrunch your feet in the rug for where- your hotel or whatever and he's like that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard and then shows off that he has a gun and the guy's like what is why do you have a gun on a plane he's like i do this all the time mm-hmm. uh i'm pretty sure the only people that are actually allowed to have guns and planes are air marshals and not general cops but i'll look it up oh i know
0: cops in the 80s sorry go ahead cops in the
1: 80s (laughs) i uh uh let's see where did i leave off so then he ends up in the limo and in a limo he's being escorted to the place of work of his wife and i think we also get some scenes of the office christmas party where they show off kind of like her status in the company and hinting about how everyone's hitting on her and she's like No, I mean, like, yeah, me and my husband are kind of separated, but, like, no, we're just living apart or whatever. And they have the whole, like, phone calls of, like, oh, hey, like, I'm on my way, blah, 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 blah. Like, you can tell they're still into each other, but neither of them wants to admit that they're still into each other. Uh, Mm -hmm. But you learn that her company is, um, is placed within a building under construction, the Nakatomi Plaza, which is, like, a big... A big thing um
0: the biggest thing
1: the biggest thing in the city apparently <coughs> where are they getting is it san francisco San? E,
0: i think so
1: yeah so then you go in and you see awkward tension between uh, john mcclain and his wife holly because he finds out she's using her um her maiden. maiden name when he's looking her up in directories and they're setting up for a big christmas party and uh, the limo driver for John McClane's like, I'm just going to hang out in the garage in case things go south with your wife, so if you need me, you can find me. And then while all of that is happening, then you get shots of um, sneaky like vans and cars and stuff tricking the front security gate, and then everything gets locked down in the building as these, um, these guys show up. That's how I'm gonna summarize them. These guys, because <laughs> yeah. you're not introduced to who they are just yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so
0: oh, real quick, I found yeah. it. Law enforcement, law enforcement officers can fly with loaded guns, but they have to have completed an appropriate flying while armed training program, and they have to, um, and they have to be specifically authorized by their employers. So, um, and they need a justifiable reason why they need their weapon, like on on the thing if they're uniformed they can keep their their firearms on their person but not in uniform uh yeah
1: i don't think john so, mcclain had a reasonable reason to have a gun on a plane no because he didn't his trip the description would be visiting my wife <laughs> yes
0: no like he didn't have i don't know i can't find anything like from like the 80s uh
1: but that's the most recent rulings you see
0: That's the only one that explained it without me having to read a 30-page article for (laughs) a one-sentence answer.
1: Okay, that's fair. Um, So, yeah, so then uh, these guys come in, they start locking everything down, they start taking everybody hostage, and they are requesting to talk to... What was his name? Joe (laughs) Nakatomi. Takagi? Oh, Takagi, yes. Sorry, I assumed his namesake was the company. Um, uh,
0: yeah it i i brought up the imdb <laughs> so okay. that way another
1: yeah so they start demanding for um that guy and they start doing the whole like i know who you are you graduated from this school blah 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 and then they were just walking up to every japanese man going is it you And i was like this is a little weird but i mean like i get it
0: <laughs> um, it's like you well Grover knew who it was like I, I believe he knew who he was but he was like i want you to come out
1: <laughs> yeah but um it's it still through intimidation and all that yeah um then all the while john McClane is like oh god there's people with guns i gotta start going into like super mode and is doing a bunch <laughs> of like covert cop things
0: yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> just it's so funny because he's just like <laughs> It's just like okay like thank goodness there was like a couple just getting it on in the next office uh <laughs> talk about everyone being horny <laughs> but i know I,
1: everyone in the office is like let's go to the employee bathroom <laughs> yeah um because like, they were gonna just... go into holly's bathroom or whatever when yeah they and she, they're
0: just like awkward
1: tension <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then it's just like okay so then, that was just there so you could show boobies.
1: Yeah, but then like the rest of the movie, well, I guess yeah. Then there's a whole bunch of action that happens. I don't remember the sequence of who dies in what order. I think the first guy that dies is like the one blonde guy with glasses because it becomes an important plot point in terms of that's the brother of one of the other guys, uh, so that well, makes the whole thing. the first one that
0: technically dies. Well.
1: I thought uh, Bruce Willis takes care of that guy before the
0: negotiations. I guess I'm... I, it might it happen at the same time.
1: Like, back and forth.
0: Yeah, because McLean up to this, At this point, he's, like...
1: He's, like, in the vents. He's very yeah, much, he, like... Well,
0: he's not in the vents. He's, like, at that point. Like, he sees everyone shooting and everything. And then I believe he... Uh, they take Takagi upstairs, and then he's like, he's on like a part of the building that they're doing construction on, and he's trying to like get a hold of the police and stuff, and like he's trying to figure out what to do.
1: Yeah, I, that's why I thought the blind guy with glasses dies first because that happens in the not completed construction area. Yeah, and then eventually John McClane finds his way into the meeting room to listen to um, why there, they
0: want Takagi. Yeah. But there's like a reason why they go. I'm trying to remember because there's a reason they go up there. Like, I I don't know if he.
1: I thought it was because they're like, oh, we hear the alarm went off on a uh, floor that he, nobody's he, occupying. Like the fire alarm was called. Oh no, because he's
0: he's making a phone call. He he's calling the.
1: He steal uh, yeah because he needs to steal the radio from yeah the guy. He, he
0: makes he makes a phone call from one of the offices i think it is he he finds a phone makes mm-hmm. the phone call to the police i think it is no it's not the police i think he calls the limo driver because then it cuts oh off. yes
1: he's on the phone in the holly's bathroom with the limo driver and then yeah. yeah the two guys cut all the communications off in the building and the power I think, or something.
0: Not the power. Pa- I don't think they kill the power. Oh, yeah, because they like, still need the elevators. Yeah, and then he runs. That's when he goes up there, and then he trips The something. fire alarm to yeah, try oh, and yeah, get the police he, to, to get come. The, the fu- Yeah, and that's when they shut that off. And then... Uh, and then the blonde guy's like... Yeah, blonde guy comes up. I think it's the... Yeah, because then he kills him, and then he goes. He sees them kill Takagi. Yeah. Because he's hiding under the table.
1: Mm-hmm. That's why... Okay. There's just there a lot of action. It's an action it's, movie. Yeah. Um, it,
0: yeah. It was an attention to detail that really wasn't important.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so then, oh yeah, and he's barefoot this whole time. Mm-hmm. Remember I said it's oddly, it's like a preface to him being barefoot, which does matter kind of later. Um, but, yeah, so then you find out that they want Takagi because apparently he knows a part of a password that unlocks like a, seven defense safe that has a whole bunch of bonds in it and to the point where it's one of those like if they sell so many bonds over the years and they can have the easy life and yada blah Mm -hmm. but then anytime the police get into communication with them they lie and say that you know we want you uh well i'm kind of jumping ahead um but yeah so
0: don't worry you will not jump as far ahead as i did in the last episode
1: yes you went it's interesting because of the ending i was like wow wow Uh, (laughs) dp look
0: you said you weren't feeling good so i was like let's just skip to the good part
1: uh so yeah so takagi does end up dying and mclean witnesses it and mclean ends up trying to like do a bunch of stuff ends up fighting a bunch of guys along the way again like i said i don't remember the exact order of events um yeah
0: I'm trying to think if i remember like it's it really isn't important like he it's him just kind of running up and down like the same gaining like information. Floors. The floors th- yeah i think the only thing that's probably important is like after he sees takagi die he goes back and then kind of starts everything by sending the first guy he killed down yes, as he's he... hiding on top of it and writes everyone's names down on his wrist
1: yeah, because what he what he ultimately does is he took the radio from the blonde guy, calls on a secret cop communications like emergency signal broadcast, and the the cops are like, you know, this is only for emergencies. He's like, why do you think I know about this? I am also a cop, and this mm-hmm. is an emergency, so they send um, uh, the one guy from Family Matters.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm looking it up right now. It his it's uh, his name his actor's name is reginald l johnson sergeant powell, powell
1: uh yeah.
0: which i looked up because that's what i was looking at right now Is like what was he in family matters he was a cop in family matters for chicago <laughs> he wins he was, low, right yeah he yeah. was a police officer of the chicago police department i'm like oh man how great would it be if that show took place in
1: the same universe
0: well like in the in los angeles or not los angeles uh wherever Die Hard takes place la or something Oh yeah. San LA. LA. No, yeah, I'm looking it's uh it's in Los Angeles.
1: Oh, it's in LA. Okay. I thought it was in yeah. San Francisco. uh my bad earlier. Uh it's but, all good. Yes, through the secret radio comms, they go, "All right, can someone do a drive-by of the plaza cuz apparently there's bad stuff happening?" And he's like, "All right, I guess I'll go check it out." And he goes and drives by and then yes, throws one of the bodies out of the window and it lands on the cop car. And he's making fun of the guy. He's like, "Who is yeah. the guy driving?" Like does he even know what he's doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, does get the attention of everybody, so they end up on communications on like radio back and forth, and they end up becoming like BFFs during all of this. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I I think that's like one of my favorite parts throughout <laughs> the whole movie.
1: <laughs> then they um so yeah, so it's McLean like slowly taking out each person and slowly like collecting all the things that were part of Han- Hans Gruber's original plan. And then all the while, the media and the FBI get involved. And it's very much a movie about, like, FBI and higher-ups do it all wrong. Why are you sending in SWAT? They know what they're doing. And then John McClane, the lone cop, is like, I'm smarter than everybody above me, and I'm going to fix it. And Powell's also smarter than all the higher-ups. He's going to fix it. Mm -hmm. And all the while, Holly is trying to manage the captive situation where she's uh he's like who made hans groovy's like who made you in charge he's like well you killed my boss so now i'm in charge yeah and then the stupid guy on high on cocaine who has a crush on holly is like i know what's best for everybody oh i know who goodness. the guy is
0: i was like yes <laughs> please like this is the one and then it was, i like how that whole scene where McClane's just like what are you doing you don't
1: know what you've you gotten into you don't
0: know, i was like i don't know you you he's and lying tell he's lying <laughs> and like it was just like oh well blah, blah blah and then it's like pal can also hear what's going on because like it's a shared network um, yeah and he's just like and then yeah it, it it was pretty interesting whether just like how uh whatever his name is the the guy who was like the lieutenant was just like dude he's gotta give himself up and then it's just from that one point <laughs> it's like okay and he's like this guy's an idiot don't listen to him anymore and uh there, there's a little bit of insight i would like to share once we once we go through the whole movie about yeah so. Um,
1: so ultimately like i said like lots of action lots of fun parts lots of funny moments mm-hmm. lots of fun one-liners uh strider was like kind of half watching and i was like look one of your favorite lines it's the welcome to the party pal and <laughs> yeah. then um the yippee Kaye. i was like you missed your mm-hmm. other favorite line <laughs>
0: yeah one of the guys that I work with uh knows uh a lot of the the lines which will will make sense in a little bit once uh I share the insight part but it's uh yeah, I was talking about it. He's like, yeah, welcome to the party. And I'm just like, he said it in almost the same voice. And I'm like, oh, my goodness.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the reason I say the feet's important because there's even fights where there's a lot of broken glass and it causes McLean to like leave a trail and he has to like take a break because yeah. he's bandaging his feet because he's been running around barefoot amongst all of this. Um, I don't think there's anything. The The major things to note that you learn throughout all the action scenes is Hans Gruber uh, is actually just a, a thief. He tries to purport himself as, like, a terrorist who's, like, trying to bring down the company for the better of the world. He lies in negotiations and says, like, uh, to free people that are in, like, uh, prisoners of war, or not prisoners of war, or in, the, like, Guantanamo Bay, I think. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Well, and,
0: it's, it, it was to free people, like, all around the world. And yeah, it's and just, then... it's just a waste time.
1: Yeah, and then his henchmen were like, who are they? He's like, oh, I looked them up in the magazine. Like, I don't know who they are. And then, Mm. ultimately, they have, like, the one hacker guy who's, like, you know, decoding and, like, using a drill to try and get through the safe. And when they open it, it literally is just bonds. It's, like, literal bonds. Yeah. And then they plan on (laughs) That's a funny scene, though.
0: (laughs) Yeah, all the paper.
1: (laughs) Uh, And then then Hans has a plan to double-cross everybody where he tells the FBI, like, I'll give you the hostages on the roof, but you have to bring a helicopter to pick them up. And the, uh, is it the FBI? Yeah, it's like the FBI. They're like, The FBI shows up. Yeah, we're going to double, double cross and, like, shoot them on the rooftop. And John McClane's like, they're explosives. Everybody get off the rooftop. Nobody be here. And it turns into a whole sequence of events and eventually leads up to the whole final 1v1 of uh, Hans and McClane and uh, him trying to use Holly as, like, a hostage and then McLean uh pushes him out a window and he's holding on to holly by the watch and they go oh no the expensive watch we brought up in the beginning of the movie we have to unclip it and then it's the longest falling sequence you've ever seen
0: yeah which uh a falling sequence that they based a whole advent calendar off of
1: (laughs) um is there anything else really major that I missed? Uh, oh, I not, guess the limo oh. driver was also oh, helpful. Yeah. He uh, kept the hacker from escaping with the bonds.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it. the the hacker... Not the hacker. The... Whatever his name was. The limo driver, he was very much... He was there for comic relief, but then also, like, okay, now we have someone to show this other perspective that wouldn't really make sense, like... not that like we need to make sense in a move the way this movie was shot but -hmm. it's just like okay the limo driver's there and and stuff and he's uh, like on
1: the phone with his girlfriend not realizing everything that was happening and then and then he hears on the radio oh the plaza's under a terrorist attack and he's like i'm in the plaza (laughs) yeah
0: i think the only other story beat that's interesting that's good to talk about is pot pals kind of thing because uh when McLean has um, glass okay. in his foot, and and like he's kind of like the stress is like hitting him. He's like, "Dude, there's nothing else I can do." Because I think there's also right after they, they do after, the whole like
1: humanizing moment. Like, yeah. do you have kids? Do you have a family? And they really well, bond.
0: Yeah, and and then they ask like, "Hey, what? Like, why are you?" Is like, I, I can tell by the way you you talk and and just did stuff like you weren't always behind a desk. And he's like, and talks about the accident of like how, like. He accidentally shot a kid because of like it was just dark and everything. Like I don't remember the exact excuse. It was. To.
1: It was. It was dark. Unfortunately, and like, it's yeah. a story that I hear. You know, has been yes. a lot of controversy in the news and recency. But it's because usually it's uh races involved, whereas yeah. Powell himself is a black officer. So I can, I assume it's a, well. I can't assume for the '80s, but I feel like. I would have expected in the 80s for him not to have gotten desk work as a black cop for shooting someone incorrectly but anyway yeah that's just me and my modern sensibilities yeah
0: it's it's one of those things like us watching it now like uh like just because the the movie is pro-cop which it
1: is very pro-cop um but which like
0: it's funny if this movie was made now uh mcclain would not be a would not be a government agent like he would probably be like retired military or just like some dude that was like uh, a
1: civilian that's just yeah. really good like taken he was an ex what was it like cia agent or yeah something that's, like that
0: yeah like that's that's kind of like he wouldn't have been a cop <laughs> that's yeah. for sure and like because it's like this whole movie which in the 80s i think there's a bunch of movies like that where it's just like
1: i mean like predator 2
0: yeah and it's <laughs> like well lethal weapon is also another one where it's just mm-hmm. like cops were like it and then it's like i don't know i'm not gonna hate the movie because it's pro-cop but it's it's very
1: it was a trend of the time yeah but i do out of all the between uh between various like pro-cop action movies i've seen i do like die hard die hard is yes yeah, a fun is watch and it's yeah. not shoving it down your throat it's mm-hmm. just they are shed in a completely positive light whereas the fbi the lieutenant or the higher ups uh like the um powell's boss comes off as like a real a-hole and thinks he knows what he's doing and he doesn't know what he's doing Mm -hmm. the fbi is portrayed in a way that's like they don't know what they're doing Uh, but yes going back to their conversation yeah they talk about family um powell is like if the only thing i can do is to encourage you to let you know not to give up because everyone's like you know tell him to just turn himself in and he's like no he's tired he has family he's done so much for all of this you guys need to believe in him and They're like, how do you know he is a cop? He's like, I just know in my heart he's a good cop.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and it's like the way he's talking, the way he's explaining things. It's like it's 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 a cop. And so and then like, but the whole thing is like, yeah, I was never able to shoot a gun or hold a gun again. Yeah, because he
1: uh, he said it was dark and the kid had a ray gun toy, so he mistook yeah. it for a gun.
0: Yeah, and so and then like at the end of the movie where like in we have that thing where I think is it no it's uh one of the dudes survives not gruber but uh one of the guys survives and comes out and then that's it's when...
1: the is it the the other blonde guy whose whole revenge plot is to just kill yeah i think they arrest the other blonde guy who was brothers with the glasses guy because the whole movie
0: well that guy i thought i thought he was the one that mclean pretty much n- nooses with the chain i th- at the end i thought that was him
1: Oh, I thought it was still him at the end because he has a whole strong revenge plot. Because his whole thing is, I don't care what happens to me. I just need to kill McLean to get revenge for my brother. Yeah. That's the only one I can reasonably think in my head, where if he's getting escorted out by cops, would, in front of other cops, go out of his way to try and still kill McLean?
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's... There's I do remember a... what you're talking about. Yeah, but like A lot of these characters look the same (laughs) but uh yeah The anyway and then pal shoots him and then it's just like yep there we go but uh so i don't know i think that was like really the only other story thing to mention and so i was saying though i have a little bit of insight about this because one of the guys i work with is a retired uh philadelphia detective and like he used to do like cop work and stuff and like I, I was talking to him about it. And because, uh, no surprise, he loves this movie. Yeah. Because um, he can uh,
1: find pieces of him like within the characters. Yeah. Right? Well,
0: what was funny was I'm like, dude, the way McLean talks. Because McLean is from Philadelphia, I believe. I think they I say that he was he's. a New York City cop. I don't
1: Because he makes the joke if I wanted to be in a shithole, I'd go to Philly or Jersey or something like that.
0: I thought uh i'll look this up because like i thought i don't know i I thought it it, because i thought it said he was from a new york cop okay new york police department was he from philly i don't know not no. like there's
1: just one joke where he says like yeah i don't know he makes fun of philly
0: and yeah oh he was born in new jersey but anyway doesn't matter um and so, but anyway, he, yeah, he's a New York cop and all that stuff, but I was like I was, I was asking him. I was like, dude, like there was a lot of things that like watching Bruce Willis play John McClane that I see you do like writing on his arm with the marker like important information. And I was like, is that just something that all cops did? And he's like, well yeah, like if rather than pull out a pen and paper and searching that well, they're trying to give you like a number or something over, like, a license plate number. You just write it on your arm, and that way, while you're driving, you'll only look at there so you don't have to keep going back. And I'm just like, okay. And so, you know, not that that was, like, the biggest thing. It was just, like, the way, like, McLean talked and everything was interesting because it's just it was very same tone as he talks. And, like, even, like, the way McLean would, like, tell stories and just, like, would make fun of people mm-hmm. was very much the same as as he does as my worker the guy i work with and so but then i was asking him like well how about the other stuff like with that, like the higher ups and he's like oh yeah no that's it's like you depending on who you have come into a case like it could very much be like that where it's just that the higher up that comes in that's just ruins everything and uh it's like if you're not a certain level it's like you have to go along with it it's yeah like, i know
1: like a lot of cop dramas they emphasize like this is my jurisdiction now you have to stop i'm yeah. in charge now it's like but it's like nope i'm yeah. the boss now
0: and that but like he, he was telling me that it was like because he was a detective he he was like a level above that and so people would try to do that to him and he's like well i'm the sergeant in this area and he was like well i he's like fine like you do what you need to do and he's like, come on, guy. Like, even though we were there first doing our work, like, we're leaving because, and well, he uses a little bit more descriptive language, but he was like, yeah, this guy wants to take over. So, and like the guy's like, well, oh, don't be like that. He's like, dude, no, I, I'm here to do my job. You go do that. And so there is that like inner tension between different things. And then he's like, yeah, the same thing when you have federal agents come in, it's almost the same kind of like vibe because That's it's cool. like they can... Just ruin or just just do things like completely different, and it's like not great. So, I don't know. It was a little while since we we talked, but it was just he was sharing a little bit of insight about about different things of
1: like the attitudes, yeah, the attitudes,
0: and just like the higher ups. I'm just like, okay, so this was there. There was work done about this.
1: Yeah. Um. (laughs) So I found the quote he says about Philadelphia. Powell is like, Are you still with us? And while McLean's pulling glass out of his foot, he says, But all things equal, I'd rather be in Philadelphia right now. Yeah. Imagine being like, "Um, If I still had glass in my feet, I'd rather be in Philly right now than in this building. I was like, All right, guy. All right. (laughs) Um, But yeah. I prefer neither. (laughs) So is the timer up?
0: We got three minutes left.
1: Okay, I guess uh, to finally summarize this movie, I'm not a big action movie fan. I think the movie is fine. It is very pro-cop. It's just not my type of movie. It has its funny moments. It has its exciting moments. And it's not bad, just mm-hmm. not a movie I'd go back to if I don't have to. I,
0: I think if I would watch this movie again, I think I would want to watch it with people. Like, I think this would be a fun movie to watch with a group of friends. Was like It is... I don't know. That's how I feel about most action movies. I like most American action movies because mm-hmm. it's not so much plot focused as it is like... like and Not all movies, but this one... I think this one, like, there's still some redeeming factors, but it's like... There's not really like... Okay, they're not hiding anything in the film. It's like, oh, okay, this thing is very much as is. Yeah, um, I mean
1: the the real gem of the movie isn't really the writing per se, but more so like the, the, the interesting yeah. the characters and the interesting situations that you're like, oh, what's he gonna do here? Oh, he's gonna take a fire hose and tie it to his waist. I'm pretty sure that wouldn't hold and he would die. But you know what? It's an action movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to. I'm looking at the goofs, seeing if there's anything fun. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else like fun scenes
1: uh the other one that i was reminded of is when he kills the first guy he kills he says that the his comment i think is of course i would kill a guy whose feet are as small as my sister's because he wanted to steal his shoes but they can't fit in his shoes oh yeah
0: (laughs) yeah there's like a lot of things though that are just like up to luck Yes. (laughs)
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: like, in this movie. It doesn't feel
1: I... like plot armor, per se. Yeah. Not in the way that, like, Predator 2 <laughs> was, mm. where it's like, wait, the grenade didn't kill you, but it killed 50 cops.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I thought another scene that, I just remembered this, that was interesting, when Gruber's trying to find, like, the, he he's down in the area, and he's trying to find different things. I forget what he's trying to find. He sets his gun down, and then McLean's down there as well, and he's just like what's up with you? And they, like, are talking, and, like, Gruber realizes who McLean is, and McLean doesn't. Oh, and... when he
1: sees the uh, picture with Holly on the desk?
0: Well, when he realizes that McLean's the one just running around, and it's just him by himself, and, like, offers the cigarettes, and, like, they're... And oh! He's... It's right before they shoot all the glass uh, and hurt his feet
1: yeah where they do the whole um
0: because
1: who are you it's like oh i'm just a regular uh bystander that part where they're face to face
0: yeah yeah that part because i think because he doesn't realize it's groover and uh
1: he doesn't realize it's mclean
0: yeah well like he realizes it at one point because mclean says
1: he introduces himself
0: yeah 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 that's right because at that point he's like he calls himself roy and then he keeps calling himself like other names and Mm -hmm. uh and that's when um whatever his face is face oh goodness <laughs> there was this i was not expecting uh this timer to start playing sound in my ears oh
1: you did it on your computer not yeah because
0: my phone is counting down my laundry <laughs> that made i was just sitting there just like yeah and then no one's gonna hear it <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's just it's, in your own headset <laughs> yeah
0: um but yeah i thought that was also a neat scene where it's like they're face to face and one of them realizes who it is before the other one yeah yeah and it's just like in gruber like it it shows like and gruber's like hey let me just come over here and McLean's like no dude like let me escort you somewhere safe and mm-hmm. like the reason gruber wants to go over there is because his gun is literally on the other side of this uh divider like this um whatever it is and uh and, like, and, and McClane's just like, no, let, let's just go. Like, come on, I got you.
1: <laughs>
0: and he's like, fine. <laughs> and then I forget how they, how they meet back up. But, uh, but yeah, nah, it, overall, enjoyable. It was A an fun enjoyable watch. time. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to see. Yeah, like, All
1: right. Do you want to break here and do the laundry Bit. Yeah,
0: I got like three minutes till my laundry should be done. So
1: So then... I don't know. Uh, do
0: we have anything else we want to talk about the movie? And then...
1: Well, I was going to say, do you want to put a time marker in so you know when to edit it? Um. All right. So since we don't really have much else to really say about the movie, you ready to move on to giving it... Talk about teas? Christmas rankings? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that wasn't a yes. I, she's yelling at me.
1: <laughs> I don't have the voice for this. <laughs> no, this is, my voice seems mostly stable. I think it was like a sinus infection. And now I'm thinking maybe it's like a baby ear infection because sometimes my ear hurts. So um, don't get sick, kids.
0: <laughs> I think I was being poisoned. Nice. Yeah. I, I mentioned to you like how like my hands were having like some weird skin condition. Mm-hmm. And then... I think I was putting this all together like when <laughs> I was about to say when we weren't talking it makes it sound a whole lot worse than what it actually was <laughs> but uh I I remembered like when it started getting really bad was right around the same time when they were doing the water pipes mm. and I remember seeing a video around that time of like hey debris can collect in your water pipes and So I remember, like, well, if that's the case, I don't want that going to my cooking stuff. So I opened up my bathroom faucet first, hoping that it would all just collect there and not be that big of a deal. Yeah. So last Thursday, I got a pair of pliers from work, came home, and uh, I took off the kitchen one. Nothing in there. Clean. Went to the bathroom one there was a collection of dirt in there as well as this gray putty that when it touched my hands it burned my skin and i'm like i'm like like, oh my gosh what the heck is this and so like i cleaned it all out and it was like i don't know if it's a placebo effect but or placebo how you pronounce that and but my brain and hands were like this is good water. <laughs> it <This> feels good, <laughs> and I'm like, it feels refreshed. But yes, let's let's go into the 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 heart of dying. Um, for people, if this is your first episode, because I don't think we, or that you're ever listening to this. Guess what? There's four others that we did this, uh, where we score uh, five different uh, options between one to three. We do this next year, which looks like we might because. I don't know. We, we've we been talking like we have uh, <laughs> that we are. But uh, tune in next year. Um, but, yeah. I promise so, we'll have
1: episodes in between.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. In a couple of minutes, you'll hear about what we're doing next. Um, yeah, so you can get one point, which means it isn't in there. Two points, which, uh ah, sort of. And three points for yes. Um, and so... And then we have: Does it take place? You know, we can just go through the questions, like we. Yeah, and this is just here.
1: for us, not necessarily a harsh ranking or rating or deep dive into the film itself, but just how Christmassy is this not so Christmas movie? To which, uh, like D-Pain mentioned, we have watched previous movies before this. We watched, uh, in order, Green Knights, Mean Girls, Batman Returns, and Gremlins.
0: Is it Batman Returns? Yeah, right. no, Batman Forever. Wait, no, you Batman fixed Forever. It. I thought you I fixed
1: did? it on the drive.
0: I don't remember. Return. It is Returns. It is Returns. <laughs> it is Returns. I remember because I watch Batman forever. <laughs> yeah, I oh, looked it man. up. It
1: has the zombie cat woman, so yes.
0: Yeah, don't worry, everybody. And uh, I guess this is more for us. There's no way we. What the heck was that commercial? I just saw a commercial someone tried to open up one of those Phillips heads. With a Allen wrench. I'm like, oh no, duh, that doesn't work. You, just, you ding that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm scrolling down so I don't have to look at that stupidity anymore. All right, but um, yeah, so. Does it take place during the Christmas season? Yeah. No. Not joking. <laughs> it does.
1: Because he's there purposely for the holidays. He even has like a Christmas gift. His wife keeps mentioning, you know, there's a Christmas party. And his wife is mm-hmm. like, the kids would love to have you at the house for the holidays.
0: Yes, and so, yeah, there's tons of that. It's even, isn't it Christmas Eve?
1: I don't remember if it's specifically Christmas Eve. I know she mentions what date it is, because she's like, I didn't think you'd make it in time yeah. at one point, but I forget what she says.
0: I, I'm looking at the IMDB real quick to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the 80s of unrealistic action uh, sequences, predictable characters, and rudimentary plots. <laughs> Die Hard changed all that okay um let's see goes on a Christmas vacation let's see well tell me in the the wiki um die hard it's on Christmas Eve yes okay so not that that really matters (laughs) because it's uh, a the green night takes place during Christmas (laughs) two weeks before yeah um, Christmas music. Yes. Um, yes. I will give this a three, as well, because for the originally I was gonna say before it continued. Uh, because they're like the I forget his name. the The limo driver. He's yeah, like he
1: puts on like a uh, Christmas he, rap music. He puts
0: on Christmas rap, and then it's just like okay. I guess so. I'm not gonna judge too much, but it's just like I guess so. And then. I think the thing that I really like about this is that there's so many like I almost said NPCs, but there's just so <laughs> many random people walking around just humming or whistling Christmas music. Yeah. And then uh but then like the greatest like not the greatest, but the scene that is just funny. I think it made me laugh when I was watching this when they finally get the vault open and it displays joy like Enjoy. joyful joyful joy. <laughs> it's just like dah, dah, dah. and I'm like, "Oh my goodness, that that is great." um
1: there uh the next one is christmas decorations also a big yes they yeah. have the christmas tree they have uh he wraps up the one body in christmas tape he holds his gun behind his back with christmas tape
0: mm-hmm. um yeah and there's yeah the, the yeah well it, the christmas party has a ton of christmas stuff in yeah it as well. all over
1: the place yeah
0: christmas moral so there is, I feel like there is the moral of, like, of uh McLean pretty much realizing how important his wife and, like, him just, like, throughout the movie, and he knows this in the beginning of the movie, it shows it, but it, I think it really, like, throughout the course of the movie really hits closer to home when he's like, no, I'm an idiot, pretty much, because, like, I keep arguing with you, and it's just, like, all this stuff like i am proud of you for everything you're doing and and so like i do think there's a more of like him just trusting his wife and and like uh and just everything going with that the the question is i'm like can that moral take away the christmas theme of this movie
1: I feel like there are a lot of Christmas movies where they emphasize the importance of family.
0: That's that is where I'm like, okay, I could see that as well, and so
1: I'm gonna give it a, a, a m- kind of it a,
0: yeah. It's it's not like it's
1: it's not trying to necessarily like <coughs> I feel like a lot of traditional Christmas morals are like, how are you a better person year round and not just during Christmas, right? Yeah. Uh, whereas this one kind of is like that but it's more focused on a personal Mm -hmm. level and not like uh they weren't brought to they were they were brought together by the holiday but they weren't like fixed by the holiday they were fixed by the situation that just so happened Mm -hmm. to take place during the holiday
0: and and it's like there's also scenes in the beginning where i think i would consider as more of like the christmas miracle moral stuff if it didn't at the beginning of it like show that like mclean's like you're an idiot come on like it shows like he regrets what he said and it's like if there was no like regret or anything it's just like it's not like a complete 180 he's already yeah he's like already in the process and it's just like this whole event just like really helps solidify his like bring them together bringing them together and it's so i'll give it a maybe it's like
1: that's fair because yeah if it was one of those things where like they couldn't stand being around each other but the kids were like but mom and dad it's christmas and then this brought them together, then yeah, it would be more of a Christmas magic thing when they, it seemed like they had no chance of getting back together, and then because Mm -hmm. of this stuff happening on Christmas, now they're going to get back together. But no, both of them were like, oh, I still am like, want you around, but I don't know if you want me around. Yeah. (laughs) Because she even does the whole thing with like, I have a spare room if you don't have a hotel.
0: Yeah, like, that, this is a weird thing because, like, they, they don't go into it, but it makes it sound like they're separated. But I think it's still, they,
1: like... I think what I surmise from it is they got into a lot of fights because she wanted to move for her job and he didn't. Yeah. So then they were like, fine, we'll just live apart if we can't reconcile this.
0: hmm And, yeah, so... And they, it looks like they were on the, the verge of it and then, like, whatever, everything came back together. So yeah um and the last one does a santa appear i'm going to give my score for this okay (laughs) i'm glad that we are agreed because there's not even
1: costumes or anything right
0: there's santa decorations
1: and he has a one light up santa that appears every so often yes like a little plastic
0: one Mm mm-hmm and like, and that's what I was telling one of the guys at work. And so I'm like, no, there is no Santa. There's Santa decorations. Like, well, what about the guy? who puts a Santa hat. I'm like, no, that's, he's not in full costume. He's not being Santa Claus. He's a dead dude in a Santa hat. <laughs> 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 and so, like, there is no Santa, it appears. Like, Gremlins, we gave it a two because there is a guy dressed up as Santa pretending to be Santa that's getting attacked by Gremlins.
1: Yeah, and then I think... Um... Yeah, I would have given it a two if they had, like, a Santa at the Christmas party.
0: Yes. Yeah. It, I'm glad. Like, that was my... So, like, the the big thing I was just thinking about were, um I was like, okay, well, if this was anything above a one, we would have to go into the conversation of, is Santa... Is the Santa decorations? Yeah. Yeah. Is like, what are we counting as a Santa? Because, like, as I was thinking about this, I'm like, well not that it really is going to change the gremlin score but the picture i sent you is a santa decoration where i was like oh santa's in there <laughs> but it's like the thing is there's other santas throughout like santas for yeah, the you have, audio listeners parentheses
1: because <laughs> you have um the one guy getting attacked and then you also yeah. have um on tv there is a santa like as the one guy is watching tv
0: and then we have the memory of the santa that could have been
1: <laughs>
0: Mm. Do you think when he got barbecued he smelled like peppermint
1: i don't <laughs> want to know
0: <laughs> me neither um but yeah so that
1: leaves yeah. uh die hard the quintessential Tied. yeah that, that's the quintessential this is a christmas movie argument i hear from people because they're like it takes place during christmas it does have christmas decorations it does have christmas music but this is our scale and we can do whatever we want with our scale and if you don't agree with our scale you can reach out to us at twitter.com slash pointless disco or leave a rating review comment on youtube find a way to yell at us and then um mm-hmm. we don't uh we will give you a shout out
0: about <laughs> that i haven't here <laughs> yeah. we while we're doing that i can check things and. yeah life has been really busy um but oh goodness yeah i will say uh okay everything just died Thank okay. you.
1: While you're trying to bring everything back, I will say our final scores. So that leaves Die Hard, Gremlins, and Batman Returns all tied for the number one spot of most Christmassy non Christmas movie at a score of twenty-four out of thirty. Uh within those three, how would you rank those, D Pain, in your own personal level?
0: Um sorry, give me one second. Oh mm-hmm. wow. Hey audio listeners. You guys are just really like I didn't check this for a little while, but you guys are just rocking it. <laughs> Welcome if you made it this far. Um, I'm just checking real quick to make sure I didn't miss any, anything like reviews or hellos. Nope. Okay. Um. So I would rank them
1: as far as Christmassiness.
0: Yes. I think all right, so it's Gremlins, Batman, and Die Hard. Yes. Batman lowest. Um mainly just due to the fact where there's like, oh, Christmas and then just get away from Christmas as fast as possible.
1: And then go back to it.
0: Yeah, just like, oh yeah, it's
1: Christmas. It's Christmas <laughs> when it's convenient to have a lady to murder.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh I also say like what we're planning on doing when or if we do this again of adding it to five if these would be a little bit more gaps if uh, between them if with the five point system but anyway yeah. that's not what we're talking about now um i watching these movies gremlins feels more like a christmas movie than Die yeah Hard to
1: i me. was gonna say to me gremlins i think because for the sole fact that the gremlin is or well the maugwai is a christmas present so christmas mm-hmm. is always kind of a crux of it like it's always important that it's christmas because they only came into their lives because his dad got it for christmas whereas yeah. die hard it's like oh it takes place during christmas and they're there for christmas
0: whereas it's also yeah. there's snow
1: yes like
0: i know we well we're close enough where like i can i remember in the 90s when like we would get pummeled with snow and like not so much now so i think i remember more christmases without snow than them with
1: yeah i remember i used to like make snowmen every christmas like i have Mm -hmm. a core memory of me and my friends playing in the snow but i had one of those sweatpants from the 90s where they had buttons on the side so like you would typically wear them for like before gym class so if you needed Mm -hmm. to change into shorts you didn't have to like do a whole thing but i was wearing one of those and i think the my like tighter sweatpants i would usually go underneath weren't clean yet so i was just like oh i'll just put on the other ones because it's fine and then my friend tackled me in the snow, and I got, like, ice burns down my leg because the sweatpants opened up.
0: <laughs> no. No. My uh, I, I just have to tell you real quick. You're, you were glowing. You were glowing. <laughs> uh, Whatever but, you're doing is working. Thanks. I appreciate <laughs> it.
1: Um, but, yeah, I'd agree. I'd say Gremlins feels very Christmassy to me in just the co- the, the way that the plot and the timeline is structured. Then mm-hmm. it's Die Hard because Die Hard does all take place in the same day, which is Christmas Eve. But Christmas isn't really. Christmas is the reason why they're all together in the same place, but it's not really a key plot point. <laughs> it's getting worse. I move. It's in.
0: fine. Yeah. It. I. And I, then I
1: Batman don't... is only Christmas because it's the anniversary of Penguin. Mm-hmm. Like it's the only reason why they bring up Christmas.
0: Yeah. The. I think the big thing when I come down to these three movies is something that we didn't really talk about. And I can't remember if this was some somebody that mentioned it from Pax Unplugged or I don't remember who told me this. But I agree with what they were saying. Where it's like, What makes a Christmas movie to them all comes down to one thing. And is is Christmas the backdrop? or is it the main like is it actually part of the plot and the reason mm-hmm. and it's like with die hard uh with die hard batman forever returns m- yeah returns um even the green knight it's it's just a backdrop uh mean girls it's it's a uh, it act. is
1: a plot point but it is, it only is a plot a part point of the small yeah. plot
0: mm-hmm. and so they they do that while gremlins like it can't I don't, happen
1: I don't, if you it's can't not have it yeah you yeah.
0: can't ha, like it could be your birthday probably but like it sorry I'm, <laughs> i just remembered this video i saw where they the chorus is like pretty much they it's like they take they kill santa claus or something the chorus is like yep that's right no more presents till your birthday so keep crying or something (laughs) (laughs) but uh anyway um yeah it's overall it's just uh you can't have gremlins without christmas yeah so yeah i i think out of the list the other thing is it doesn't help that uh, the main actor says a diehard's not a christmas movie <laughs> um, um so yes yeah, so oh, the leaves... comment section of that video was hilarious <laughs> uh, but so. then that
1: leaves uh mean girls next because they did focus on the holiday in the small part of the act like all the it technically check the boxes mm-hmm. and then green knight is the least christmasy
0: i will say the least christmasy one is the one i'm like you know what I, out of this list i'm like i think i would watch it again <laughs>
1: very a24 fan of you i
0: yes but i also feel like out of all these there's more to explore in that movie that one watch like just didn't sink in while everything else is just like is what it is
1: yeah no i get that uh personally i just i didn't dislike the green knight but it didn't resonate with me it felt like a really expensive cool art project not That's to all say, 824 movies. <laughs> no, but like Lighthouse yes. has a lot of really strong characters, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I know The Green Knight is based on a poem, so it's harder to really yes. flesh out yeah. the characters in the same way. But it's just they really filled in the two-hour gap with longing glances. And after a while, for me, I was just like, someone could say something. I could, yeah. could make up dialogue for them at some point to really help mm. push this along, but instead you just have uh, the main character just stare angrily at women a lot, and I'm like, I get it.
0: He misses his whole house. <laughs> I get it. I get it. The biggest Christmas tradition.
1: <laughs> Jesus is born. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's... It's one of the, like, I also know that I'm being a little bit biased because it is one of my favorite King Arthur t- poems, but maybe it I, would
1: help if I had read it before watching it.
0: Uh, but that is a weird I crux
1: to put on it because I know, no, I know it, you I, haven't I, watched Dune yet, but I felt like Dune is really fun to watch if you've read the book because strider was like i haven't had a chance to read the book before dune came out and when we watched Mm -hmm. it so he had to like ask me he's like who are these people because they're kind of just throwing people at me i was like well in the book he spends 20 pages explaining that this is actually his right hand man you know like those kind of like little things that get lost but that one has the opposite problem where dune has too many pages for a three-hour movie
0: yeah so in the end i um it. Like, I don't know. I don't think if reading The Green Knight would actually help. Uh, did, they, like,
1: did they take a lot of liberties with it?
0: Yeah. Because, like, uh, the... Pretty much, I think it's the second scene. The first scene, the first two sections aren't in the movie. Or in, in the poem, I believe.
1: Oh, with him uh, establishing who he is as a character. Yeah,
0: like him getting the axe stolen. His mom and uh, diving into the lake i don't believe those are part of um
1: his trials
0: yeah well like there really isn't trials it's pretty much like yeah yeah come back and uh we're going to to face each other and oh
1: the movie made me feel like they were structured to be trials to test yeah
0: oh in the movie yes they're trials in the book it's very much like Yo, come out here, and I does I do think he gets like lost or so. There is something that happens before then, and like that final part is, uh, is in the poem, and like he does spend time there. Um, the fox is mentioned, like that's where the fox comes from. Oh, but,
1: when you said final part, I was like the whole dream sequence. No, that's no, that's a the dream se- lot. To yeah, fit in a poem. Yeah, no, it,
0: it is a, a longer poem, but it's uh. Yeah, the. Cause like the the
1: back and forth you mean of him yeah. agreeing and then backing out and then ultimately.
0: Yeah, that yeah. that's actually like he does like flinch at first, but uh, and then he's like, nah, dude, do, do it, do the thing, <laughs> and then like that's I think uh, he doesn't take off the sash and the sash actually stops, like the mortal blow, and the Green Knight's like. Dude, what the heck? <laughs> but I can't blame you because I'm immortal. We played, <laughs> so it's we like, played the game. <laughs> yeah. So, but there's that, and then, but anyway, like the, the thing is like, and I, we mentioned this in the Green Knight, so we don't have to really go over it again. But they did rewrite Gwaine's, uh character, where everyone he's everyone's closer to the same age in the poem, and Gwayne's problem isn't the fact that he just like loves going to the whorehouse it's (laughs) that he's too he follows the codes too closely and the and he's not willing to to flinch or step away from those codes um and so instead of him pretty much well doing what he does in in the in the house uh his failure is that he actually kisses her and they're like well i guess you're not as good as a knight as you <laughs> thought you were and he's just like i'm leaving <laughs> and, and so S-
1: stuff like that okay yeah um, so. but before like you said we did discuss a lot more of this in the actual green night episode so feel free to give that a listen if you're curious mm-hmm. but i feel like you're probably um now that we've kind of wrapped up the whole christmas thing i feel like you're excited to announce what we have coming up next
0: I think we're both excited. But it's just fun to... I like announcing things. <laughs> <laughs> I like sharing what we're doing. This is why I have a hard time not sharing secret projects. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So starting next week... Well, actually, yeah, we got to record next week. Um, We are doing the whole series of Gravity Falls. Cue the theme music we can't play. <laughs> but yes, we're going to be going through that um expect it
1: it in the format of (coughs) wow my voice
0: yeah expecting the format of uh hop's voice and my voice as well over the Uh, garden
1: wall where mm -hmm. we'll be watching the episodes and paying attention to things because we've both watched it at least once i watched
0: Um, it once hop watched it almost like 20 times
1: i don't know if it's 20 but that's like it's close I have a list of comfort shows, and Gravity Falls is one of those because, like, if I'm sick or really out of it, then it's like I can turn it on, and it's just, it's
0: yeah. nice. this um, is the show that Hulu lied to me about.
1: We're getting rid of it, JK. We're getting rid of it again,
0: Yeah, um, I can't wait until we're like in the last episodes, and then it's like we're getting rid of it, and we're like, yeah, okay, and then they actually do. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen.
1: Um, but yes, yeah, so that is, I think we. 40 episodes. So 40 weeks 40 episodes.
0: It's pretty much all 2023, guys.
1: Yeah.
0: Actually, the way that is that epi- that show ends really lines up with what comes after. The holiday,
1: like, our big
0: holiday. Yeah, our favorite holiday, which now we have to cut back on because of Gravity Falls no. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I guess just if you guys did listen to the Overgarden the Over the Garden Wall or if you're going to go listen to that to get to catch the vibe, um it will be like that but instead of doing two episodes we're only doing one so um and uh yeah now i want to watch over the garden wall (laughs) yeah you
1: kind of missed the season on that i rewatched it for yeah
0: i wanted to watch it but i am terrible at i'm surprised i watched a movie yesterday
1: september is a really good time of year for over the garden wall because it's not specifically halloween till the end of it so if you like take your time
0: there is no taking my time i still need to watch in the last the last uh season of uh what we do in the shadows
1: oh yeah i think i'm caught up
0: yeah i know i'm not i still have to watch season four <laughs> that's what i'm gonna i've been wanting to watch a show there you go i'm gonna watch that
1: yeah and that one's nice it's bite-sized it's like 24 minutes an episode yeah compared to a lot of modern tv that's like like i watch i just finished watching wednesday and i was like do i want to watch wednesday and Strider's so like it's 45 minutes long i'm like okay not now Later, <laughs> I
0: I watched uh the one scene multiple times because it's all over the internet. The dance. Yeah.
1: No, I did I did enjoy Wednesday, but you also have to look at the writing from the perspective that it is like a for teenagers, right? So mm-hmm. when it comes to the the characters focuses and stuff like that, you're like, and the way that it like it to me, it kind of feels like a Nancy Drew esque kind of writing style where wednesday is presented with um a mystery and only wednesday is going to be the one that solves it right when yeah. you know as adults we're like wow every adult is incompetent right this is for teenagers they are going to be incompetent
0: <laughs> yeah uh and then i, I know like I, I the only other scene i saw was her interaction with her dad which i i don't know if it's at the end and it's like I don't know where you're at, and I don't know where it I takes I already place finished
1: from. it. It's eight episodes.
0: Okay, I and for anyone's like Dupin, where are you gonna watch it? Because I'm not paying for Netflix. <laughs> 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 but nah, like from what I saw, like it looked pretty neat. Um, it's fun. But yeah. Um. So yeah, Gravity Falls, and uh, yeah, I hope you all have the final year of 2022 go well
1: yeah your your final days of it it sounds so yeah. like prepare lethal. to die
0: <laughs> <laughs> your final days ever <laughs> um
1: see you all next year
0: yeah Hello, later nerds or this is
1: the last time we'll talk this year
0: well that's not, not true <laughs> well, the
1: audience can i not talk to the audience
0: no we talked with them for the last t- hour <laughs> So Twiwawa. <laughs> That's right. First t shirt. Twiwa? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to
1: start doing this until you say the thing.
0: Okay. You know what's going to be really weird when we go back to like almost two hour episodes? I like these hour episodes. I want to see how long it can make you wait. Uh, <laughs> just joking. Bye bye.